All right. Hey, everybody. I want to welcome you to this edition of Bible News Radio. As you know, I am Stacy Lynn, your generally sweet and loving, lovable host here on the show. And uh, there's a reason I've been given that moniker in the past, because I am. <laughs> I am sweet and lovable. But you know what? Today, you might not think so if, if you... If you don't listen to the show and you already have a preconceived idea of what I'm going to talk about regarding this new movie, Sound of Freedom, then, you know, I just want to encourage you to hold on, hold on, hold on and listen to what we have to say about it. Today, my guest is my husband, Randall K. Harp, also known as Bareface, to those of you who've listened to the show for any length of time. You know, that's not my real name. That's not his real name. Anyway, I asked Randall to... Uh, to join me today to talk about the Sound of Freedom movie, and I'm, I want to give an opening commentary before we get into something that we're both concerned about regarding this movie. And the, you know, the first thing I want to say is that I'm not against Christian movies. I'm not against Christians making movies, right? I'm not against a biblical worldview being put out into a movie so that people can find the Lord and live, live accordingly. I think the Kendrick brothers have done a great job in their filmmaking. But I have some concerns. I have some concerns about this movie. I have concerns with the people who are in the movie as well as people who back this movie, um, which is by and large based on a true story of Tim Ballard, who alleges that he goes in and he rescues people who are sex trafficking victims. Now, here's something, first of all, I'm just going to share something personal. Those of you who've listened to me a long time, you already know this, but if you're new to this, you know, I just want you to know that when I was about 13 years old, I turned in my uncle, my great uncle, to the authorities because this man was molesting me for pretty much my whole childhood because my mother trafficked me to him. My mother got money from him so that he could have sex with me, okay? So when I was 14, 13, 14 in that age group, uh, I turned him in. I actually went to the church for help first and they didn't help me. But I turned him in. I have a police report. I got money from victim witness. After I was old enough to go out on my own, I went to the apartment complex my uncle lived in. I warned people about this pedophile, this evil, rotten, scum of the earth pedophile that my uncle was. Because just so you know, the average person who's been sexually abused, uh, usually the, the pedophiles, the perpetrators, have at least 100 victims before one victim comes forward. And then those of us who actually come forward and we say something, uh, we're often negated. We don't give much. We don't get much credit um, and all this. And so, you know, this this movie is out because it's supposedly out to raise awareness about sex trafficking. But the problem is, is it doesn't really address any of that issue. In reality, it it doesn't, and it doesn't address it in America. And it alleges certain things in other countries. And, you know, as I've stated before on this show, one of my big concerns with ministries, so-called, uh, that go into other nations, like, say, the, you know, persecution church ministries. I know of two 
Christian Persecution Ministries that there are suspected sex trafficking involved with leadership of those ministries. I know of another ministry where the woman went into another country to set up an orphanage only to discover sex trafficking within the ministries in those countries. So when I, when I hear about these issues, because I get told a lot of stuff from my guests, and I've been doing this almost 20 years, I get really skeptical of, of genuinely people really caring about this issue. Because if you care about it, there's a couple of things you can do. Number one, num- number one, stop pornography. And that's the biggest purveyor of this stuff is pornography. And number two, start in your own church or your own household or your own computer where, where pornography is easily accessed. If you want to rise up against sex trafficking, start there because everybody in America, uh, in the world has access to pornography, but we're, I don't see anybody in the church going, Hey, everybody, let's look at our phones to see who's got porn on their phone today. And yet statistics show that in the Christian world, Upwards of 80% of Christian men look at pornography and 40% of Christian women do. Okay? So you got you got this movie, which is put out by Angel Studios, which is a Mormon-based country, co- company rather. You got Tim Ballard, who he himself is a Mormon. He's a he's in he's in the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. You got Jim, Jim Caviezel, who is a devout Catholic who worships Mary, right? He played Jesus in, in uh, uh, Mel Gibson's Catholic rendition of the Passion of the Christ, right? So you got, you got two lead people here that we're already talking about that are not biblical at all. And yet the marketing of this movie is amazing to me because the way that they marketed this movie is to put out three lies this and this is three lies right from the start that i can tell you number one uh, god's children are not for sale that's a lie flat out lie from the pit of hell because not everybody is god's child everybody's god's creation but not everybody's god's child number two if you don't go see this movie then we know where you stand on the issue of sex trafficking you're part of the problem you don't want to help stop it that's lie too And then lie three is if you actually speak out against this issue and the people behind it, then you are, you're a bad guy. Like all of a sudden you don't do anything and you don't care about this. And yet in reality, the real people who are actually doing something about this film, they have very little funding when Tim Ballard has been under investigation for numerous years about his so-called fundraising uh, activities and help of this issue in uh, the ministry, um, our Underground Railroad. But if you say something about it, if you call to question who's behind it, then well-meaning believers are going to attack you like I've been attacked on Facebook. So I'm speaking out about this because once again, I feel like I'm like the lone voice in the wilderness. And yet I'm not actually, if you take time to look online and look at stuff. Uh, but I, I feel like I'm the lone wolf in the wilderness here trying to awaken people's minds up and say, look, okay, the chosen was funded by crowdfunded by a lot of people who want to see a fictional depiction of Jesus produced by Mormon church and awoke uh, Dallas Jenkins. Okay. This, this movie, same thing. 
it, you know, people are saying, oh, there's so much behind this movie. It wasn't promoted and Disney didn't want it and they shelved it, blah, 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 blah. To which I say, how many people have you actually talked to in the Christian movie world or the, the faith-based movie world who have had similar issues? I mean, I talked to Bruce Marciano, who played Jesus in a different series. He actually did a pro-life movie and he told me that the headache it was to even get it distributed because it was too pro-life. So this is nothing new. And what, what Angel has done and the backers of this film have done is they've acted like victims and they're trying to get everybody to feel sorry for them because all of a sudden, you know, what they put out, it's so important that nobody, you know, wanted it to be seen and put on the big, big screen. And yet it's just a flat out lie. Most movies that are made go through this process. There's nothing, there's nothing special about it. You know, Randall, I don't know, what do you think? You want to weigh in on that? Cause weigh in on what? Just weigh in on the fact that most movies that are produced never get to the big screen, but these people are using this as a marketing and, ploy. In, in fact, I've uh, heard the stat, I haven't done the study myself, that 10% of films ever made, and that's being generous, 10% ever make a profit. 90% plus of films never even turn a profit they they go in the hole uh just for that i mean if, if they made it got a distributor i mean that's that's you know 95 percent of the way at least you get an audience but most of them and films that have you know cost six figures seven figures never never make it to the screen most yeah. I mean, most, not some, most. Okay, and we know people, like our friend Becky, who's made some films. Yeah. She used to work down in L.A., mm -hmm. you know? She's she's had issues getting her films, you know, faith-based, good films, you know? Because mm -hmm. you have a background as a film music composer. Tell people a little bit about your experience as a film music composer and and, and actually your award-winning one. Well, no, I'm, I have some films I've worked on have won awards at film festivals, and that's where most films go to die basically <laughs> you know right. the people will give them kudos for making great films but you know, unless you know somebody who knows somebody to you know put in a good word and who will take on the risk of distributing it because there's a it costs money to yeah. distribute a film and anyway um no it's not like i've got this long history in hollywood no, I've, I've i've scored some student and indie films that's that's it I've got like four credits on IMDb that I didn't put up. It's not my account, and I'm and I, I could claim it for my own and fill it out, but it costs money to do that. And it's not important at this but stage. The of my point life. is, is you've worked on film. Yeah. 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 So, with films with no budget at all. Right, which is most films. Right. And and no promotion, and so. So, but the guerrilla marketing of this, and I'm calling it that because it is, it's complete word of mouth guerrilla marketing sold to the churches first, backed yeah. by the LDS church, which is a cult. Say and, it isn't so. And, and being promoted by everybody under the sun, because I think, and this isn't to impugn anybody's character, but who doesn't want to look noble and go, oh my gosh. Okay. I'm going to read just, I'm going to read part of a little article here. Um, I gotta find it. That that my friend Jerry Newcomb wrote. He is 
he produces the TV show and he's very well known stuff. But he wrote an article over on WorldNet Daily. I've had Jerry on my show numerous times. And this is part of what he wrote. Here's here's first quote. He, he wrote, quote, one of the lines in the movie is God's children are not for sale. Sound of Freedom aims to pressure authorities to much more aggressively arrest and convict both the buyers and the sellers and thus destroy this illegal market that ruins the lives of these poor children and the souls of the perpetrators. All right, so one of the lines, it should say lies, is God's children are not for sale. Okay, now I'm, I'm going to be antagonistic, I guess, because it's not true. That is just false. That is a false statement. Theologically, not everybody is God's child. We're all created by God. And I, yes, I understand the the marketing behind this. Oh, you know, God's children are not for sale. But you know what? That's a lie. Any any person who's a real child of Christ who engages in, let's just say, looking at pornography and you pay for it, I'm sorry, you, you, you are for sale. You just paid something for depravity. It, and, I, and I will just tell you, Honestly, if you're paying for like cable and anything that promotes this type of crap, you actually just paid people who are flat out immoral uh, to to show you that allegedly these God's kids are not for sale. It's a lie. It's a flat out lie. And I know some of you might think, oh, you're being antagonistic, but it's a lie because it's an emotive it's an emotive comment, which is like, oh, well, God's children, all these kids who are sex trafficking, they're not for sale. So we're going to go and we're going to, you know, be vigilantes and we're going to go ahead and, and rescue all these kids. When in reality, Tim Ballard hasn't done any of that. You have a comment on that? You understand where I'm coming from, right? Not exactly. I don't know if you're saying that. Um... It's a line in the movie and everybody who's marketing it online, once they've seen it, are hashtagging it from the movie. Which line to... God's children are not for sale. Well, that's the title of the movie. No, the title of the movie... Oh, The Sound of Freedom, right. The Sound of Freedom. Right, right. But, uh, but so, are you taking issue with God's children, that phrase? Yeah. Because they're claiming that everybody... That, well, that everybody is God's child. Well... Which is universalism, which isn't biblical. Right, right, right. As many as received... In, him to those who believe on his name he gave the right to become children of god right john 1 12. right um children there is an age of accountability the bible doesn't give a specific one but you know we look at the exodus the you know children of the exodus and those who were 20 and under right you know were spared um and then you know historically you know, and in Jewish tradition, a young, well, both boys and girls become accountable right. to knowing the law. They're bar mitzvah, bat mitzvah, son or daughter of the commandment but that at age 13. Like that's not the content of this movie. Right. Though. Anyway, so I'm going to say you can say that children, children are God's children in the sense that I don't think they're spiritually accountable. You know, they have not received, maybe not received or believed Messiah. But so anyway, but not for sale. Yeah, if that'd be great if if we held to that 
mantra, but you know, as as you were reading something the other day, if, if something is free, that means that you are the product. Oh yeah, we'll get to that in a little yeah. bit. So yeah. God's children, Satan's children, you know, are for sale every time, you know, every day, every hour. Um, but yeah, I I right. don't know exactly where I'm not gonna agree with you. Um uh, Well then I'm cutting that part out of the show. Okay. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but I don't take much issue with that. I the do. line God's children are not for sale. Um it, it's it's a nice sentiment. I don't but it's know, not that, true. It's, it's not true. I don't think it's. <laughs> I don't think it's supposed to be a lie or deceiving you into thinking. I don't think it's meant to be deception. It's it's a nice sentiment. If we would all stand saying God's children are not for sale, be they be they two months old or eighty two years old, that would be great. But yes, God's children are for sale, twenty four seven. Right. So my issue with it is that it's being hashtagged and, and put all over social media because when people go see the movie, that's what they're telling them to do afterwards. Sure. Okay. <laughs> right. So, okay. So Jerry Newcomb, he goes on to say in this article on World Net Daily, he says Caviezel, which is, which is the guy that's playing Tim Ballard in the film, he's the lead actor, says Caviezel says that by watching the movie, you are sending a statement that you are willing to fight this horrible practice of child sex trafficking. Part of the goal of the film is to create awareness of the problem in the first place. He also said, it's got to stop. We have the power to do it. Okay. I don't agree with that at all. Uh, because number one, by watching this movie, you're not sending a statement to anybody except movie makers right. uh, who are making money on this movie because the money's going back into the filmmaker's hands. So that's baloney. And number two, okay, so I will get that it's creating awareness of the problem. And he says it's got to stop. We have, well, yeah, it would be super awesome to be able to stop it. But the reality is we don't have the power to stop it. And here's why. And this is, this is, I guess, part of, you know, me being a, a voice of, you know, opposition is, because sex trafficking is funded and empowered by the pornography industry, which is billions and billions of dollars. Um, police, uh, you know, police enforcement, all that. There's, there's laws on the books that are never enforced. Why? Because manpower is lacking. Why? Because they don't have funding. That's why. Defund the police. Right? <laughs> so there is never going to be enough resources to overpower this this issue ever and most of the people and and i know i'm being general here but frankly most of the people that are going to go see this movie either a they won't do another thing about it they'll just go on social media and go oh this was such a great movie yeah we need to expose this they might say a prayer once in a while they might give 10 or 15 or 20 or 100 bucks to some nonprofit ministry that's claiming to help but after that, boom. Like Operation Underground Railroad. Right. So, the, so then they hit the snooze button, right? Most people are apathetic. They're not going to do anything about it. They're just not, right? So, you know, I was telling Randall that part of the reason I get so up in arms when I see stuff like this is because it's not that I don't support a good cause, you know, and it's really sad that one has to defend themselves and say, 
Oh, oh my gosh, I'm against sex trafficking. I'm sorry I was a kid that was sex trafficked. I'm an adult now. I've actually helped legit sex traffic victims when I worked as a therapist in California. I worked in a domestic violence shelter for three years. It was a hidden halfway house. I knew where it was. Most people didn't. Why? Because there was legit sex trafficking victims in that house and me as the therapist got to work with them. And I will tell you, working directly with somebody who's come off the street, whether it's prostitution, direct sex trafficking, or actually as somebody who's a, a, just a survivor of child sexual abuse is one of the most humbling things that you can do, not only if you've been through it, but then you see how God can work in the lives of those people, right? But most of the people who see this movie have never done that. Guaranteed, most, most of you listening have never even met a sex traffic victim, let alone somebody who stood up to it. Because if it was so easy to wipe out prostitution, then how come it's not happening here in America, okay? <laughs> Do you, you know, Ameri America is the number one purveyor of pornography in the world. It's because of America this problem exists worldwide, okay? Yeah, so if you want to be patriotic, let's stamp out porn in America today, right? Good luck. Because a lot of Christian men have it on their phones and deal with it. And women do too. So it kind of drives me crazy when I, when I hear this stuff. You're going to say something. Yeah, I was. But uh, first of all, you know, by, by watching this movie, you're sending a statement. <laughs> That's like by reading this pamphlet, you're sending a statement. But. How is something passive sending a statement? I don't know. That's 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 a bold statement. And but as far as oh, we gotta raise awareness of this because no one's ever been never no one's ever mentioned their kids about not talking to strangers and and you know stranger danger or any of this. We've we've never been informed of what happens at the Super Bowls and how those are the. Uh, you know, major, we, we, we've never, you know, uh, you know, I think about here, I know some gals at work in, in slavery, Tennessee, is this national, tell me how much, how much education they're doing, how little money they're making, how many, yep. you know, it's, but someone comes out, you know, well, someone, the, the Mormon church and uh, Catholic mystic come out with a film uh, based on someone who's whose reports are suspect not not honest um and we're gonna and, back that up by the way and anyway and so now oh well this this will raise awareness this will make the difference well it's made a difference in their lives you know tens of millions of dollars at the box office um yeah and you're sending a statement by seeing this movie, you're saying, yeah, you are. You're saying that <laughs> that you'd rather watch a movie and give money to rich people than actually do something about the issue. Right. All right. I'm, I'm sorry, but yeah. off my soapbox. Go ahead. All right. All right. So for those of you who, who know us and love us, this is why you tune into the show. But for those of you who are like listening to us for the first time, let me first of all say, you're so smart. <laughs> you have tuned into this episode and you're probably learning new stuff that you're not getting on Twitter or anyplace else. 
Um, but you, what you need to know is our ministry is hearttug.org. It's heart, H-E-A-R-T, like heart, like the heart in your chest, hearttug.org. And you can download our mobile app there. It's free. And um, you can listen to archives of our show and on all the other stuff. And, and I hope you do that. I mean, we're, we're a ministry of two people. And uh, on average, we bring in about $365 a month. Uh, I don't get a paycheck for doing this. Um, I do it as a labor of love unto the Lord. We literally have six people who donate to us a month, and we would love some support, actually. Uh, because why? Because I think what we do is valid. I think it's well needed. Uh, but we're not funded by the LDS cult, and we're not funded, you know, we're not funded by the majority of the people that tune into the show. So if you want to help us out, go and donate to the show. We're a nonprofit, literally and figuratively. <laughs> Anyway, all right, so I want to tell you a little bit about the background of Tim Ballard, okay? And here is something really important to understand. Uh, Tim Ballard has been under investigation for fraud for a number of years. Uh, he is a member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Um, he has been investigated by, um, in particular, by a particular news outlet called vice.com i'm hoping that this doesn't pop up with sound anywhere um who has covered this issue uh, for at least almost three years now um and just within the last couple of days you you may not have heard um but tim ballard who is the subject of the sound of freedom movie has actually stepped down he stepped away from this trafficking uh, group, Operation group, Underground Railroad. Yeah, Operation Underground Railroad that he has been a part of. And here's part of an article from myfoxnumber8.com. So this is a Fox News channel reporting this. Um, it says here, A man at the center of a film currently making waves in theaters has apparently left the human trafficking organization that made him famous. Operation Underground Railroad, um, which is called um, Our, you know, Confirmed to Fox 8 Thursday that Tim Ballard was no longer working with the organization, according to Vice News reporters Anna Merlin and Tim Marchman. Ballard had told at least one donor that he had been forced out. And the, the statement from, from our, the Operation Underground Railroad, says this. Founder Tim Ballard has recently stepped away from Operation Underground Railroad prior to launch of the film Sound of Freedom. We can, can continue to pursue ours core mission. We are excited that many are learning about the organization and its rescue operations and are seeking ways to support it. We believe there are there remains a tremendous amount of work yet to do and are hopeful that others will continue to support ours efforts to grow our resources and to stop child trafficking. Unquote. Okay. And then it goes on to say uh, Vice notes that Ballard had not mentioned stepping away from Hour during his press tour promoting the movie with Caviezel. That's Jim Caviezel. Hour's website also does not have an announcement or release about his departure with a press release dated June 8th, referring to Ballard as Operation Underground Railroad's Tim Ballard. Now I'm not going to read the rest of the article, but you can find it. It's, it's easy enough to find. And within... Within literally 30 minutes of me doing some background research on Tim Ballard alone, I will tell you, I came across a website called mormonstories.org, okay? This is actually a uh, podcast, video podcast and audio probably, um, where a guy actually exp 
he who is a Mormon. He's a member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. This guy actually exposes the corruption in the LDS church. Well, two years ago, almost three years ago, on episode 1364, titled Investigating Tim Ballard and Operation Underground Railroad, Lynn Packer, who was a reporter, actually exposed Tim Ballard for some of the following things. I'm just going to read this from the list that they talk about. And today is July 16th, Sunday. Three days ago on July 13th, there was actually an updated uh, interview about this very issue, which I'm going to play one part of it from you in, in a little bit. But, but this is Packer, Lynn Packer, who's the investigative reporter, brought these issues up concerning Tim Ballard. Three um, years ago, right? Yeah, and Sean Reyes being involved in the following. Number one, stockpiling $30 million in donations that are not being used to save children. Here, here's a newsflash. Most of the organizations that are actually helping with sex trafficking victims are like me. They make virtually no money, okay, to help. So somehow Tim Ballard was able to stockpile $30 million in donations. Excessive compensation to Tim Ballard over $300,000 a year. Unethical accounting that is now likely hiding Tim Ballard's total compensation. Lavish expenditures, example, first-class flights, five-star hotels, dramatic helicopter appearances with no financial accountability about how funds are used. Using false statistics to overstate the prevalence of child sex trafficking worldwide to lure, lure donors. Using excessive emotion and religious manipulation to lure donors, including claims to be called of God and to be protected by God in hours work. By the way... Just as an aside, um, I, I just have to, to share this too, because as I was looking um, up information about Tim Ballard, I happened to stumble upon an article that somebody else wrote. Um, let's see here. I'm going to try to find it because I have so many of them. It's ridiculous how many stories I found on this. Um, but this was actually written on Substack. Um, in 2021, it's titled A Cult Within a Cult, Operation Underground Railroad, The Mormon Church, and Me by Christy Thomas Boyce. Now, Christy writes about some stuff. She writes about Glenn Beck and a whole bunch of other stuff. But if you go down to the comments, Randall, you'll find this interesting. Um, I was reading through the comments because there was like 58 or 59 comments on here. And as I was reading through them, I happened to see a comment from a woman um, who actually responded to my comment because I responded back to hers. This is what Maddie wrote on July 10th. She wrote, quote, I became a born-again Christian in 2020. I was raised by Mormons. I read my Bible daily. Mormons are number one, unsaved, and number two, extremely far from being biblical. Tim Ballard is and has been spreading through the media for years that he was called by God. You'd have to be a fool to believe an extremely active Mormon was called by God. I'm sorry, you're wrong. Read your Bible. Do your own research on the Mormon church and on Tim Ballard. I did. And it's very fishy how pushy he is in Christian circles. Yeah, I've, I've seen appearances of Tim Ballard speaking at whatever church. And, you know, as I think about it now, and this mm -hmm. is total speculation here, putting it out here, total speculation. Um... 
you know, he goes out there and there's this, you know, this $30 million on account of, gosh, to raise $30 million. That's impressive. Based on, yeah, that's hats off to him. Uh, but apparently, purportedly, uh, from this reporter, not doing anything to help children of trafficking, but to make grand helicopter appearances and whatnot. Um, you know, I can see, well, look at this guy. He's just going around speaking at churches and events like this and sending out emails or whatever and letters and gets 30 million bucks, dollars to donuts. We could make a movie talking about the same thing, pulling people's heartstrings and, and make twice that. Yeah, and it's already made close to $70 million, by the way. It's probably made over that. We haven't gotten this weekend's numbers. But, okay, so going back to this other article, though. Um, so, using affinity with Mormon celebrities like Mormon Apostle M. Russell Ballard, Glenn Beck, and Elizabeth uh, slash Ed Smart to lure donors. Which, by the way, in this latest Sound of Freedom expose from these people, they're talking about how Elizabeth Smart's organization will not support this. Hmm. That that should tell anybody anything, uh, right? right? Um, claiming credit... Gal that was kidnapped and... Right. Um, um, claiming credit for raids that they were not involved with. Engaging in illegal and unsafe raids. Jump teams that often yield no positive results. Alleged unsavory behavior of jump team members, including illegal drug use during raids and sexual assault. Drawing money and attention away from legitimate charities who are meaningly, meaningfully providing solutions to the problems. Our, that's our Underground Railroad, decries. Victimizing and politicizing the suffering of children for political gain, that's Sean Reyes. Associating with and taking advantage of known false conspiracy theories like QAnon, that's another whole issue. Using the LDS Church's law firm, Curtin and McConkie, to intimidate and silence whistleblowers. In summary, manipulating wealthy donors through religious and patriotic emotion and misusing or misallocating funds, <clears throat> all on the backs of very vulnerable population. Okay, by the way, <clears throat> this was written again December 8th, 2020, okay? On a website called Mormon Stories. So this is a Mormon organization exposing the Mormon Tim Ballard, right? Now... Nearly three years ago. Right. <coughs> now, it goes on to say here, Lynn Packer uh, is best known for accurately exposing Mormon General Authority Paul H. Dunn for lying to Mormon church members about made-up World War II heroics and about playing professional baseball, all of which led to Elder Dunn being prematurely fired as General Authority in which the Mormon church tried to cover up through intimidation. By the way, these are Mormons exposing this. So here I am, a little Christian broadcaster, sweet and innocent, and I make innocent comments on Facebook about this, saying, you know what, this guy, you know, you might want to pay attention to what you're funding, and I get my head bit off by, by people. You're part of the problem. <sighs> you're perpetuating child <laughs> trafficking because you don't celebrate this film. Right. And and I know nothing about what it's like to be sex trafficked yeah, either yeah. or to work with actual sexual attract victims. Um, yeah. Okay, so now what I want to do, though, is share with you a specific clip from this recent interview that, again, Mormon Stories podcast did. It's titled Sound of Freedom, Tim Ballard and Operation Underground Railroad Reporters React. 
Now, just so you know, I've only listened to, at this point, about 40 minutes of this actual three-hour, 20-minute expose from, uh, from the actual reporters from Vice. And here's a couple of things that, I, that they said. The reporters, number one, who are exposing this, they're using their real names, number one. Number two, before they publish anything, they run it by their attorneys so that they can make sure that they're not, you know, breaking the law and they're going to get sued for defamation or anything like that. Or, yeah. So Tim Ballard claims that he was part of the CIA. Okay. Well, according to these reporters, they've tried to get proof of this. Um, but Tim Ballard won't release, uh, he won't have the CIA release actual documentation proving that he was actually part of the CIA. But here's the thing. They said that they, they believe he was, and if he was, it was only for a year and basically as an intern. There's no proof that he did what he's claiming that he had done. Okay. Mm. So, but it sounds good, right? Hey, I was part of the CIA, and, you know, I learned great stuff, and that's how I deci decided to become a, a fundraiser of, you know, money and go out and become a vigilante mm -hmm. and rescue kids, right? But even more so, here here is the part that I think that you should you should hear, and I'm going to play it. I'm going to take a second here. This actually has to do with the story of Liliana. Okay, this is the 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 woman who was sex trafficked, who Tim Ballard claims that he helped rescue. Um, and so I want you to hear from the actual reporter about the truth about this and how he raised millions of dollars but really had nothing to do with her rescue. And it's not only being reported here in this video, but it's also being reported in other places. So I'm gonna go ahead and play that for you uh, right now. Okay, so we're gonna play now for you this, this clip and uh, it's just a few minutes and just listen to it. This is the main fundraising that they were using regarding this woman. And, and the guy talking is John Dalen, D-H-D-E-H-L-I-N. And I'll tell you the name of the reporter in just a second. Being sexual predators themselves, I will forgive any monetary flaws they do. Another person wrote... By the way, that was a comment that this guy's reading. His name's Brian Hutchings. He writes, our company has a direct partnership with OUR. They speak at our events, and we know multiple people that have done sting operations with them. Couldn't be more impressed with an organization. If you want to find fault, you will find it. Hmm. I guess the question might be, you, Vice News, could... Okay, so Vice News, the woman that's going to be talking, her name is Anna Merlan, M-E-R-L-A-N. ...report on a, a gazillion different topics... If there's a chance that they're doing 25% or 50% of the harm of, of, of the good that they claim, what would make you want to even take interest in a story like this, especially if it could potentially do damage to the good harm, to the good things that they do do? And I, you don't have to answer it. I, I'm just curious. I actually think that a good way to answer that is to tell you about one specific story that we looked into that OUR has fundraised off of quite directly and made much of their involvement in that some folks might be familiar with, which is a little girl that OUR calls Liliana. Um, OUR and Mr. Ballard have repeatedly represented themselves as having helped to rescue Liliana when she was trafficked. Um, 
Mr. Ballard has argued that Liliana's story is an argument for the need for you know, a border wall between the US and Mexico. Uh, he's talked about it with former President Trump, with Ivanka Trump. Um, they made the Liliana story as they represented it really central to OUR's public image. So when we started investigating some of OUR's claims, we found the person that Liliana is based on immediately because of course her traffickers were arrested and brought to trial and what we found in the trial transcripts is very different than what OUR has represented Liliana was 14 when she was trafficked uh, by a man that she believed to be her romantic partner and brought to the United States and when she was 17 after years of being sexually tra trafficked after years of you know the worst abuse that anyone can think of she rescued herself she escaped herself uh, which is incredible. The strength that it takes to do that as a as a teenager is unthinkable, right? Um, and what we discovered is that if OUR has ever worked with Liliana, it is not until years after she was rescued, uh, rescued herself, not until years after she escaped. Um, OUR misrepresented their involvement in her case, and they seem to have done so to fundraise and to make a case in Mr. Ballard's case for the existence of a border wall. That is not, that is just simply not um, in line with the truth as we understand it from court records, from her own testimony. And you could argue that it does a disservice to people like Liliana to misrepresent them, to argue that, you know, someone else is responsible for their safety and their well-being when in fact they rescued themselves and that it helps contribute to a false understanding of how trafficking works and of how anti-trafficking work is conducted. Um, the other thing that's important to understand about Liliana is that her case was ultimately brought to trial through a partnership between you know, many different branches of government, many, many, many people who work together to arrest her traffickers and bring them to justice. And so when OUR and Mr. Ballard represent themselves as being you know, her sole saviors, um, you know, not only is that not honest, it also oversimplifies the important work that other people do. And it creates, again, a false sort of binary understanding of how folks can work together to end human trafficking. It makes it sound like it's the work of one man or one organization. And when people think that, it does not empower them to take the action that they could take themselves to help end human trafficking. Uh, thank you. Uh, Anna, and anything else you want to add to that, Tim? I think those responses that, that you shared with us are, are perfectly fair. Our job isn't really to convince people of anything. It's to make sure yeah. that there's as much information as possible so they can make their own decisions. So mm -hmm. one thing I can say on the basis of our reporting as fact is that the consensus among people who work in the anti-trafficking space, and I'm talking direct support providers who work with survivors of various forms of trafficking, um, law enforcement, prosecutors, social services uh, people, just a, a wide range of people with very different opinions uh, and very different approaches to problem, both domestically and, in, and internationally, including advocates for sex workers, lots of people, is that the, the, the type of anti-trafficking work that OUR um, made its name on, you know, uh, Westerners going into foreign countries, uh, raiding or you know, raiding places, liberating uh, liberating women, is is ineffective, and um, doesn't doesn't address the core reasons why people are trafficked, 
um, why people are sex workers or, or other elements of these related problems. It doesn't address labor trafficking, which is by far uh, the most significant form of trafficking, just in terms of how much it happens and how many people it affects. Um, and at the same time, organizations like those direct resource providers who are providing job training, healthcare, help navigating the immigration system, which can be very challenging, even if you, um, you know, even if you're here on one of the rare visas that are open to uh, survivors of trafficking, um, those are those are really under resourced. Those are those are places that are working on a shoestring. So, the kind of relevant um, information to me that it's necessary to provide is is that truth, and then it's for every person to decide how important um, the efficiency of their giving is to them. I, I have my own criterion rubric when I'm looking at an organization I might be donating to, everyone has to make those their determinations for themselves. And if someone looks at our reporting and is aware of the full uh, context of the situation and they decide that OUR is, is where they want to get to, that's, you know, that's fine. That's their choice. I just hope that you know, they're, they're making it in full awareness of everything involved there. Okay. So I'm just going to stop it there. What do you think? This is the first time you've heard this. Yeah, um, I'm generally suspicious of anything that the world applauds, you know, uh, as, as the scriptures tell us, you know, beware when all men speak well of you, um, because if you're walking in the truth, walking in the way of light, uh, you probably aren't going to have many companions because, you know. Narrow is a way and straight is a gate that leads to life and few to be that find it. Uh, so, so just for that, if I see something that, okay, I still haven't seen Titanic, okay? Me neither. <laughs> but I mean, that was, oh, you know, biggest box, you know, office movie success of all time. If you don't see it, you're something's wrong with you. It's like, it, it was, it may be a great film. It may be the cinematography, score, everything may be fantastic, but just, the fact that everyone was so you're nobody if you haven't seen this movie made me not want to see it okay so there's just that out of the gate so the fact that this organization operation underground railroad has brought in these millions of dollars with their speeches and helicopter appearances and all this kind of stuff makes me go it's Probably not legit because I actually know people that work, like I mentioned, um, in the unslavery organization and, and budget. What's that? <laughs> Millions, right, right. hundreds, maybe on a on in a good year. Right. Um, and so the fact that so much money is being thrown at this organization, uh, I just kind of makes me suspicious in the first place and so hearing this the the truth has been bent a little bit maybe they did come to the aid of lily on it but later on but they didn't rescue her <laughs> no no kind of like me i'm the one that rescued myself right i had nobody rescue me in fact i had my the people who were supposed to be protecting me or the people who were abusing me so so that a you know, that some organization bends the truth a little bit, 
to make some money. Not surprising that, yeah, filmmakers come behind and and right. yeah, and and make money, police people with the same stuff because they see so it's so effective to to you know pull you know pull emotional strings and and bring in bring in the dough i mean so here's the other thing everybody i want you to know and that is that you can literally go and watch a whole three hour video about this this is just a little part but now i want to turn the, the the topic just a little bit to the maga thing and and the q on thing and i want to play for you a little short clip of a guy who's on Twitter, he's making the rounds, libs of TikTok have retweeted him and they're making fun of him, okay? Um, there is a little bit of a bad word in here, so just be prepared, you know, it's probably not a word you haven't ever heard, you probably have, but I don't advocate for, the, for that language or whatever, but this guy is gonna make a great point and everybody's attacking him basically saying well he's part of the problem he's a pedophile supporter and he you know he's all for because he's speaking out against this but you'll understand why when you hear the clip so let me play this for you all right we're back all right i i showed just here's the truth in advertising i just showed randall the clip from tiktok and he doesn't want me to play it just because there's too many bad words in it too many F words. He doesn't want me to play it in the thing. Okay, so, but, okay, you saw the clip, right? right. And, and this young guy, what he's doing is he's basically saying, look. The hypocrisy. Nothing different he's, than. He's, yeah, he's throwing out the hypocrisy because he's saying the right-wingers made this movie. But, wait, hold on a second. There's pastors. There's youth pastors. There's all these other people who are always under investigation for child molestation and stuff. And, 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 and it's Snoozeville. And, and, yeah, exactly. And, and I will tell you, for a long time, I decided I was going to be doing, you know, I, I go to Google News alerts and I yeah. put in names, right? I right. put in words. Right. And for a long time, I put in priest, pedophile, pastor, um, and what else? Something else having to do with the ministry. And every single day, I would get news alerts with these words in it. Yeah. And every single day, there's a story about somebody religious who Some, purports... Somebody in the clergy. Right? Who's <laughs> actually sexually abusing or that... These are the ones that are busted, by the way. Exactly. They, these aren't the ones that are getting away with it constantly. So, and, and I got sick and tired of seeing it every single day because the problem is so huge. So... You know, people want to go see this movie, Sound of Freedom. Which, so they can way, make a statement. They right. make a statement well, by watching a movie. It, it was released on July 4th. How patriotic, mm-hmm. right? It mm-hmm. had nothing to do with America, though. Right. You know, it has to do with sex trafficking internationally. But it has nothing to do with America, yeah. where we're the number one purveyor of this smut in the world. Yeah. So, I'm sorry. I just, yeah. So anyway, all that to say, I know our show's gone, not quite an hour, but Randall, you, you want to calm your wife down and <laughs> and offer some pastoral counseling to the sure. to the audience? Because look, you guys know me, right? That's why you listen, you love me, because I'm going to tell you the truth. I'm going to make hard statements that people don't want to admit, uh, but I, I cannot get behind this movie for these reasons and yeah. a lot more. 
and a lot more. Um, no judgment here. I know a lot of people are good-hearted and care about children. That's that's awesome. But just putting it out there, you're not making a statement by watching a movie. You're not making a statement by making rich people richer. Uh, take the price of the you know this whole pay it forward, go buy tickets for somebody else so they can see it and make a statement by watching a movie. Take that money and give it to your your local organization. Look up end slavery. Look up you know there there are dozens of them trying to uh, or or a child advocacy center or helping or kids. give it to me or give and hard to, no and I'm being serious um, you know in the last two weeks I had thirty requests come through our yeah our ministry for help. Yeah. 30 people wanted help. Yeah. They got directed to my ministry. Mm. I'm helping right now three people, and I'm not getting paid a cent for it. Why? Mm. Because that's really my heart. But you know what? It would be nice to have funding. It would be nice to have more money come in to actually help me that I actually could could advertise more what we do and, and have the biblical worldview out there. You know, I mean, two of the people I'm working with are teenagers, Teen, teenage girls who reached out online for help because they need counseling and they need, they need coaching or whatever you want to call it from somebody who, who's not going to hurt them, lead them astray, mm, yeah. you know? Um, right. so yeah. So, so the biggest thing that yeah, I, I'll tell you how to stop the child trade industry. I'll tell you how to stop the porn industry. I'll tell you how to stop all of that. Get in the word of God. Uh, not so that you can know chapter and verse, but you can know the God of the universe. To grow in the grace and knowledge of Christ Jesus. That is that is going to change your life. And as it changes your life, it's going to change other people's lives. Uh, and your circles of influence and so on and so on. Um, we can't do, we can't fight any of this in our flesh or by watching movies. Um sin problems are dealt with by walking in the spirit uh, by the spirit of God that's how sin is dealt with and so start with yourself <laughs> start revival in your own life um, be accountable to people in your congregation and uh, yeah just like the magicians brought their books and burned them Whatever it is, smut you're watching on cable or whatever else it is, or you know these MA these MA series that oh but it's so you love the storyline it's maybe a great storyline but it's 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 filling your head with yeah darkness right get into the word of God and encourage people you know to do the same and uh, to prayerfully get into the word of God and and see what a difference that makes right you know what i advocate all the time for memorizing scripture and you know i'm speaking as somebody who was severely sexually abused throughout my childhood and you know i know a lot of you are like oh i don't believe it how is that possible you're so bubbly and cheerful and up give you know blah blah whatever you've accomplished so much in your life how is this possible i'll tell you how it's possible I've spent almost a half a million dollars in my own therapy over the last 30 years, number one. Randall knows. He's been with me through the whole thing. And number two, I daily get myself in God's word. I daily meditate on scripture. I daily do these things. 
and I daily still deal with the effects of the stuff I went through. You know, not only being sexually assaulted for so many years, but being raised with a narcissistic sociopath as a mother, you know? And, and I have to tell you, last night when I was on Facebook and this well-meaning person, um, he, he basically told me to shut up and not air my dirty laundry on Facebook about this. And I told him, I said, the irony in that comment is that here you are talking about a movie that he admitted he hadn't seen himself, but the whole, the whole thing behind this movie is to raise awareness. <laughs> so here you got somebody who this literally happened to actually saying, uh, yeah, you know, I, I'm talking about it um, and all this. But what I have to tell you is that it's taken me years, decades, literally. My mother has been dead for almost 22 years, 21 years. And it has taken me almost, you know, it's taken me 20 years to just start talking about her in in a negative way and explain exactly what my mother did to me you know because believe me there are enablers out there who are enabling the the perpetrators to do this to people and you know for so to have some knucklehead tell me oh i have a therapist i can recommend to you and and you know you need to deal with your trauma hey i want you to know i deal with my trauma i've dealt a lot with my trauma but you know what trauma is stored in the body and trauma still comes out even 40, almost 50 years later as I've had to deal with the trauma that I've gone through. If my perpetrator had actually landed in jail where he should have been because my mother forced me to lie to the police and they knew I was lying anyway, but their hands were tied because of the stupid law, he would have spent 25 years in jail. 25 years, a quarter of a century very few perpetrators would get that. Most sexual predators get three or two years, if that, for numerous crimes that they commit against a child. Mine would have got a quarter of a century. And that was in the 80s, right? When the laws weren't nearly what they are today. I have victim witness assistance papers. I have documented police proof of everything I went through. And the only reason my perpetrator would have gotten that much is because I told the police exactly what he did, how he documented it from pictures he took of me to other things. And, you know, so, so when I hear somebody like this guy make this comment, well, don't talk about it. Don't air your, your dirty laundry here or whatever. It's like, that's exactly the problem is the victims are re-victimized. And then when you try to expose people like these guys who are liars, basically, and making money off the backs of victims when they're not really even helping the victims. I mean, if Elizabeth Smart, who is a Mormon, won't even partner with this film, that should tell you something. But no, 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 no. You know, the real victims have to keep their mouth shut and, you know, don't whine and, and do this and do that and blah, blah. Go see a therapist. I'm like, um... Do you not realize it's because I've seen a therapist I can actually talk about it? I mean, uh, I don't know, Randall. You've you've been married to me for thirty one years, and uh, you've you've seen the up close personal effects of what really severe child sex abuse and trafficking can do to somebody. Uh, what are your final comments on this, and then we'll wrap it up. Watching the movie is not making a statement. It's not doing a darn thing. 
uh, raising awareness. You've been aware of sex trafficking for a year. Just don't buy into the pressure. Uh, if you don't see this movie, you don't care and pay it forward and make rich people rich and richer. Um, yeah, do something that makes a, makes a difference. Don't, don't be a dumb sheep. <laughs> it just, just follows the masses off a cliff. Because you'll do this for a movie, who knows, you know, when it comes to something more important. I'm just, just saying, use, use discernment. And, um, yeah, go do the right thing. All right. So that's our show. I hope it, uh, made you think and hopefully make, makes you a little bit mad too. I, I hope it does. I hope it makes you mad enough to actually support what we do here at Heart Tug and or go find some other ministry that needs the money uh, and help them further their message of the gospel. Because I will tell you that it is the message of scripture of Jesus Christ who saved me out of the mess that I was in and who's healed me of a lot of the trauma that I went through and who's given me the voice today to speak about it with boldness and take on people who who honestly really don't care. I mean, let's, I'm just going to say it that way, in my opinion. Um, so go do that. And um, I would love your feedback on this episode. This is a hard episode to talk about. But at the same time, you need to understand that it needs to be talked about because Christians are the first to jump behind a cause without really thinking about who's the man behind the mirror, <laughs> you know? And like Randall said, read the Bible, read it, study it to show yourself approved. And, and then consider the people who are making these films who aren't reading the Bible, but they're using it as a way to make money, you know? So that's all I got to say. So go to hearttug.org. Don't forget, you can download my mobile app. It's absolutely free. It's, it's, it's free to use. And there's a lot of other content in there. So until next time, as I always say, be bold, stand up, and go with God because he loves you.